We hope you enjoy listening to this podcast of St. Louis on the Air, brought to you by University College at Washington University. With undergraduate and graduate programs, part-time, evening, and online. University College at Washington University, offering world-class education within reach. Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Don Marsh. The sport of fencing may not command the kind of attention or overall public interest as some others, but the sport is attracting fencers from around the country to compete in the National Fencing Championships right here in St. Louis. With me in studio are two young nationally ranked athletes from St. Louis who will compete. Dana Talavera, two-time national champion. She's 13 years old. Bogdan Hamilton is a national medalist. He's 14. Hossam Hassan is head coach at the Fencers Academy here. Thank you all so much for being with us. Great Thank you. Have you. Well, we want to make sure that people understand, Hassan, what we're talking about. We're not talking about sword fighting. No, we're not talking about sword fighting. We're talking about the Olympic sport of fencing, which is uh, we are using uh, modern equipment. Uh, so uh, we teach the kids or the, the students how to uh, use these swords to touch your opponent instead of uh, killing like before. So... I guess the movies and television, to some extent, have kind of distorted uh, in the minds of some people what fencing really is. Yeah, they, uh, I think there's so many movies that show fencing as a, a Olympic sport, and some others, like for example, Troy, they show fencing as a pirates, yeah. pirates, and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. pirates of the Caribbean and stuff like. Sure. Yeah, sure. you're fighting with a sword. Yeah. Dana, how did you get into it? Um. So um, when I was uh, younger, like four or five I didn't like any sports like I tried soccer swimming gymnastics you name it and then my dad found this uh fencing club and he's like oh we'll try it out and he um got me a, he started me uh with a class for my birthday and I liked it ever since so Bogdan how about you uh well in first grade I was just a kid with a lot of spare time and <laughs> there was a fencing clinic after school so I decided to try it out, and it's stuck with me ever since. What do these two youngsters have that makes them uh, special in this sport? Determination and uh, their, their instinct to work hard every time they come to the club. Uh, so they have goals to be good in their sport. When they come to the club, they work hard, take private lessons and, and fence. So that's what it takes them to be good. Bogdan, how much how much practice time do you have to have to stay good? Uh, well, you need to definitely put in a lot of work. I personally go about five times a week for two or three hours each day. Right. How about you, Dan? Yeah, I I go four to five times a week for about three hours. Yeah. Right. Is it a sport? Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Any That's question right. in your mind, uh, uh, Bogdan or Hassan, that this is not a sport? No, this is it's a very good sport, and uh, uh, it seems when they are moving in, on the strip, they are not moving so much, but uh, actually the position they are doing, like in guard and moving advanced and retreat and lunge, especially uh, using the uh, anaerobic endurance, so it is really tiring, and uh, it's a good workout. Do, do you have to work out in other ways? Bogdan, I'll put this to you. Work out in other ways to stay in shape so that you're you're fit for uh, for actually fencing. Yeah, uh, just fencing won't uh, keep you in the way you want to be to be good at fencing. So you 
might want to do like swimming, which is good for everything, or like uh, squash, which is good for your wrists and being quick. So that's like cross training. Dana, what do you do? Um, uh, normally I'll like maybe like once or twice a week I'll go to the gym, and that really helps, especially with um endurance training. I do a lot of running, and um, yeah, you really need to work out in order to be good for fencing. I I was uh, told somewhere that there may be uh, more than a thousand people coming in for these championships. Mm -hmm. I I was wondering about that number. It seems like an an awful lot to me. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's more than that. Really? Yeah, it's uh, around around five thousand fencers uh, will be coming to this uh, tournament. Five thousand. Yes, five thousand. It's a you know. uh, it's 10 days with uh, several events per day, and each event got like uh, around uh, from 150 to 200 or 300 participants from United States and outside. So it's going to make around this number. How, how is the, uh, uh, the uh, competition structured? In other words, um, is it one-on-one? It would pretty much have to be, I guess, yes. and just whittle down the number until... Two people are left at the end. Yeah, the, the tournaments are in a, uh, age groups and uh, grades like uh, under ten years old, twelve, fourteen, seventeen, and twenty, and then in the veterans part, which is forty to fifty, fifty to sixty, sixty to seventy, and over seventy, and division one, division two, division three. So they in each event, men and women in three weapons. Three weapons. Three weapons. So that's why it's a big number. Three weapons, women and men, different. Mm-hmm. They, they don't face each other. So it's separated. So when they start the tournament, they divide each event to groups of fencers. We call it pools. And after the round of pools, they they uh, seed the fencers from one to the end. And then they make direct elimination, and it keeps sh- going down until... Uh, the first place. You say there are three weapons. Uh, yes, foil. Three, yeah. Okay, you, you explain it, please. So the three weapons are foil, epi, and uh, saber. Those are three different weapons. Um, each one got a different target. In foil, it's the torso, and you can only use uh, the tip to touch. Uh, the saber is the upper body, including arms, head, and torso, and you can touch by stabbing or cut. In Epe, is the whole body is the target, and you can touch only by stabbing or by uh, thrust. Uh, I see. Dana, do you do all three? No, I just do uh, foil. Really? Mm-hmm. How about you, Bogdan? Just foil. Uh, wh- why not the other two? Well, I, f- I personally like foil the most because I find it the most challenging since you have a limited amount of target area, and it's you're, you're also... Um, uh, you have to be very precise in foil because um, even the slightest uh, bit off your target could land to a off target, which isn't a point. And of course, you want to be the first to score. To um, you want to be the first to score essentially, so you need to be able to get those points. So it's really challenging. Go, go ahead. Hans. So yeah, uh, it's very uh, important to explain that the, the three weapons have different rules. Uh, the right of way rules and uh, uh, in EP it's priority who touch first. That makes technique and uh, the technique in the three weapons are different when you teach them, and the reaction of the fences will be vary among all these weapons. 
So if you are doing foil, you need to, you know, to to be careful about the parries or blocking the attacks for the priority. In saber, uh, you can block and you can make counter attack. In epee, you don't have any of this. Who touch first will get the point. So uh, since fencing is a mental physical sports, so training the kids, uh, it's very easy to train them for one weapon, not for three. Hmm. Bogdan, uh, as Hassam has just indicated, uh, it's a mental sport. I've heard it compared to chess, and maybe one of you has been quoted on that. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Uh, and, and how so then? If you ask uh, any fencer, they could say it's physical chess because the chess part is that you have to think about it. You have to think if you want to go back or forward or attack or be more passive. And then the physical part is uh, enacting that. So actually having the speed or the quickness to go back and hitting your opponent before they can react. Dana, who is keeping score? And, and how do they do that? Oh, at um, national tournaments, they have a referee. And normally, we have a score box. And so, like, the, whoever gets the point, their light will go off. And so... Um, their light will go off. Explain what, yeah. what light are we talking about. So, um, we have uh, the score box. And, like, we have um, foils. And at the tip of the foil, we have, like, a little button. And, it well, n- yeah, and, like, when you hit the target, it'll go off. And so that'll send a current that goes through a system. Since you're wearing a wire, which connects to your sword, which connects to a, a reel, which connects to the machine. Mm-hmm. And so that tr- triggers it to um, make the light go off. Well, and you just said it connects to your sword. Yeah. So we have something called a body cord, and we uh-huh. plug it into our swords. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought we weren't going to call it a sword. Well, uh, it is, yeah, it's foil. It and saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, sword is for the real ones. That, uh, yeah. yeah. So as she said, yeah. Fencing uh, nowadays it's uh, electronically uh, judging. You know, uh, it's not like before uh, by vision. It's uh, electronically. So all this equipment provided with uh, electricity, and you can hit the target and score point with sound and light. Bogdan, how do you know when a person has won or not? Is it a question of placement? I mean, if you hit someone in the heart, does that mean the game's over? Uh, no. So, for example, in foil, like we said, the whole torso is a target. So if you hit the torso and you follow the rules and it's yours, then you get one point. And so in fencing, in a tournament, there are two rounds. The first round goes to five points. So first one to get five points wins. And then the second round goes to 15. So Either the first one to 15 wins or uh, whoever has the most points after the time runs out. Dana, do, uh, do, do young men and young women uh, fight against each other or compete against each other? Uh, no, no, it's just they're separated in genders. But, yeah, young men fence young men and uh, like, vice versa. Yeah. Okay. So, so as you indicate, they're, uh, awesome that they're broken down into uh, age groups. So you're not going to have an adult facing a, a, a much younger person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, uh, for example, in Division One or Division Two or Three, uh, here we're uh, uh, senior fence juniors. Uh, in uh, in the designated age groups, each each group fence on their age. But in the open tournament, uh, which is uh, you have to be thirteen years or or above, you can fence seventy years old, like thirteen. Oh, really? Yeah. So you can fence him in the Division One or Division Two or Division Three. Bagram, have you been in that situation? Or you're you're just barely old enough to qualify for that, but have you competed against uh, older, larger people? 
Yeah, I have. Uh, in like another age group called seniors, where uh, almost anyone can fence, I fenced a veteran before who has a different style. Like they're quicker with their hand, but they're not as fast with their legs. So it's a different challenge. Uh-huh. And how did you do? Uh, well, in that particular one, I won, but uh, older fencers aren't necessarily worse. It's it's kind of who has uh, the most practice and the most skill. Yeah. Did you want to say something, Hasim? Uh, uh, you looked like you were getting ready to say something. <laughs> no, he's, he's right. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask uh, Dana the same the same question about facing someone who is older. You're you're 13 now, is that yeah, correct? 13. So you, so you're just at that point where you could compete this way. Mm-hmm. Have you done it? Yeah, uh-huh. many times, yeah. Well, tell me about it. Um, it's just like he said. Uh, older fencers have a different style than us. They um, move in a different way, and it's just about figure, uh, figuring out how they move in order to um, best them in a sense, but they still are uh, extremely good, mm-hmm. yes. Both of you have won competitions and have uh, done very, very well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Dana, I'll start with you. T- tell me what it is, that the, the highest achievement that you've had and how you got there. Highest achievement? Um, well, I've won uh, two national events. Um, I've gotten in a competition like the one coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gotten there through loads of practice and um, help with my coach, of course. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Bogdan, how about you? Uh, my best result is probably getting second at a national championship, uh, just like this. And uh, I got there by. Uh, hard work and coming to fencing every day with coach. How many people would you have had to have uh, defeated in order to win a, a title? Well, overall, there's probably at least 150 people, but that doesn't mean you fence all 150. So in the first round, you usually fence about six. And then to get all the way to the finals, you'd have to fence uh, somewhere around six DE bouts, which is to 15. Same same for you, Dana, yep. no doubt. Then how long do these matches take? Um, so the direct elimination, uh, let's start with pools. The pool bouts are, uh, they last three minutes, and they're two, five touches. And the direct elimination bouts, they're divided into three periods of three minutes, and mm-hmm. you can score as much touches as you can. Or you score, t- you go to 15, bef- like, in the middle of one of those periods, and then, yeah. How many times a day would you likely be uh, doing that? Just once or, or uh, several um, times a day? Several times a so, yeah, several times. A, wait, like how many events? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you normally only fence one event per day, but some people do fence two. Yeah. So, yeah. Hasim, how do you get them ready for a competition like this? So, uh, we before this tournament like that, we have to do some camps and... You know, because this, this is the summer nationals, it comes after the school ends. So we do preparation period for physical fitness and then fencing camps here in St. Louis. And after that, they travel to outside of St. Louis, participate in other camps to get ready for a tournament like that. Is there international competition? Uh, there are some international competition. Uh, Bogdan, he went uh, several times, and Dana also uh, she went uh, several of them. She went to Singapore. She went tournament there. Bogdan went to uh, European circuit for cadet, which is 17 and under, and he fenced well. Uh, I went with him uh, several times. 
Dana, when you're competing overseas, are the people from other countries, do they fence differently? Are there different styles of fencing? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, they all have different styles depending on where they come from. How might they be different? Can you uh, describe The, the it? Italians, they ha- they're more like concentrated, at least in women's foil, on footwork. And so they move very light on their feet. And so they're great at getting out of um, tough situations mm-hmm. by just using footwork. So, Bogdan, it requires some, some study. If you're going overseas, you have to really know what you're getting into in terms of how those other people defend themselves or, or attack. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Does that is that very time consuming? Do you use videotape, for instance, or how do you how do you get to do that? Uh, well, in higher competitions, you might want to use videotapes, but uh, at the very minimum, you get there and you see others fencing, and you kind of uh, make a game plan for if you fence them in the future. Same way, Dana. Mm-hmm. Dana. You got started in, in Egypt, I assume, Hosam. Yeah. So, is that a popular sport in other parts of the world? Must, yeah. It must be in Egypt, I'm assuming that. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, in Egypt, we have uh, several clubs in Egypt uh, doing fencing. I started in my school mm-hmm. uh, with my coach. Uh, his name is Yahya Saleh. He, yeah, after that, I went to the fencing club, and then I continued in the university, and I joined the national team. I started to be international fencer, and then after that, I took some uh, courses. I become a coach, and then uh-huh. I reached to be uh, coaching the national team, and then I moved here to St. Louis. It, well, welcome <laughs> to St. Louis. <laughs> what you. what country uh, in in what country is fencing most popular? Would you say? Um, mostly in uh, in Europe, but now nowadays uh, United States is number one in foil, men and women, which is uh, amazing. Uh, it wasn't like that before. So now the United States is number one in foil, but uh, some other countries are good in other weapons, like Hungary is good in uh, saber yeah. and yeah. But okay. five thousand people coming to St. Louis to compete—that's something else. What what's your hope for the competition, Bogdan? To uh, win, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but for mainly for the under fourteen, that's the main event that I'm focusing on. Uh, Top four would be great, so I'm trying to train and get ready for that. Good luck to you there. Thank you. Dana, how about you? Uh, yeah, in the same case for me. For the top, um, for the under 14, I'm definitely trying to get in, on the podium, but for the other events, I just kind of want to see how it goes. And, and if you win, what do you get? A belt? A s- uh, a, a medal, sometimes a, medal. sometimes a trophy, but yeah, medals. Well, good luck to all of you. Best of luck. I want to add one thing. Very, very quickly. Uh, here, in order to have a good fencing in St. Louis, we need to, you know, uh, add more fencers to the community. And in this tournament, actually, we have uh, uh, some uh, fencing demos in the Kinner Plaza, and we are offering there uh, some. Uh, we'll, we'll put, I have to stop. We'll, we'll put the information on our website right. so people can get to it. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you guys. Archive versions of past St. Louis on the air programs available for download or podcast at stlpublicradio.org slash stlonair. St. Louis on the air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio 90.7 KWMU. Thanks for listening. I'm Don Marsh.